Hello, what you're hearing next is our RPG play series using the Cypher system. You can catch the original content to be heard and seen on our Nerd Stravaganza podcast YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy them. As always, you can like us at the Nerd Stravaganza Facebook page, give us a plus on Google+, and catch our other episodes, especially our weekly podcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. All right, just adjusting the... Hey guys, I just want to do a little quick intro, just to recap a couple of things. One is, this is our setting, which is Day After Ragnarok. Great setting, submachine guns and sorcery. And this is the little engine we're using, the Cypher system. Very cool, very flexible. It works for me, and I enjoy it. Uh, just to let you know, what's really awesome about what you're going to see is that most of these guys have only been role-playing games for six months or less, in one case, only a month. But yet they are enjoying and embracing the hobby with more gusto than I've seen with veterans who do this stuff for 10, 20 years. So it's really great, and it really makes me want to give a shout-out to these guys, again, for embracing something that for a long time people had question marks about and has pretty much been taken over in the computer game industry as, you know, the thing. And now they're going, wow, doing this at the tabletop is just as cool as doing on the computer, and in some cases, even better. And in some ways, just the camaraderie of being at the table sweetens the pot. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We're looking forward to your comments. We're looking forward to your feedback. Um, Every time you guys give us a little clue of what to do better, we'll improve. Uh, In the meantime, enjoy and have fun. Hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Ganza Gaming, and here we are at the Adventure Game Store. We're going to start our Cypher game using Day After Ragnarok, which is an awesome setting. And of course, as I said, the Cypher system. And this is going to be our inaugural episode for our RPG on YouTube. So, come on in, sit down, and enjoy. First off, we're going to start is introducing our players and our characters. So, congratulations, we're going to start over here. (laughs) I'm Diana Ramirez, and my character is Kathy McCormick, and she is an appealing speaker who works in the back alley. Now, Diana is the player I'm most proud of. She's been doing RPGs for only about two to three weeks. It's been with me and the Cypher system, her first try. And I'll tell you what. She makes me so proud because players grow up so fast. Within a couple of weeks, she's come up with ideas that are mainstays in role-playing games. Like the first time they decided to sleep out under the stars. She was like, shouldn't we set up like a guard and then everybody kind of rotates? You know, so her first watch. And then we went into our first kind of dungeon. She was like, shouldn't we like go in a certain order to make sure we got the best people up front and but still some people in the back? awesome stuff. You'll uh, you'll see that she has a very energetic attitude and uh, a pleasure to play with. Hello, everybody. I'm Daniel Antonelli, but also known as Kurt McAllister, and I'm a creative engineer who employs magnetism. Dan is our longest veteran of role-playing games. He's been doing it for a while. even has his own D&D game he does on occasion, though lately playing with Cypher, he's been tempted to convert over to that system. Mostly because it really pulls down the prep time for a GM. 
He loves to play wizard types, and he's looking forward to using his magnetism to see how creative we can get with that. Um, my name is Steven Antonetta. Uh, I am John Doe, and that is an impulsive explorer who infiltrates. You know how some kids act up around their parents, and then when they're in public around strangers, they're all shy and quiet and cute. Yeah, don't let this slick, good-looking guy fool you. He's a GM's best and worst asset. Impulsive is not just a descriptor for him. It's pretty much his personality when he's at the game table. Just keep watching, and you'll see the hilarity ensue. I'm Chris Nowicki. My character is Frank DePoot, who's a strong warrior who wears diesel punk armor. Now, Chris will fool you too, but in a different way. He seems like he's going to be a wallflower, but he's really a good team player. He'll go from being invisible to being white out front where he needs to be. When the going gets tough, he'll get going in his diesel armor. Trust me. Depoot? Depoot. Depoot. So you mean deployed? No, it's Depoot. Don't get it wrong. Oh, okay. I think I see where this is going already. All right. So to wrap up last time, real quick. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yes. We had checked out and followed a lead of a fugitive kind of even farther back. They had a chance to do a prisoner escort mission. They declined, said prisoner escaped, and we heard that he was showing up, being all hulked out with really ruby red skin, which sounded suspiciously like the guys that were using Red Shine and starting up their own militia. Unfortunately, we found out now Red Shine has become a drug that's being traded back and forth. Super steroids now for criminals, not just people who want to say the Texas Rangers can take a hike. And now we're going to go and investigate what's up with that. So how does that start? That starts as usual with our sessions by being in the boss's office. Give me a minute. There we go. Bennett Callahan, the guy that actually has to sign these Joker's paychecks. All right, unfortunately I don't have a chair, the office chair that would swivel because that would be perfect for this right now. But I'm gonna to try to do that. The belly thing. We'll see. Yeah, well, I'm doing that too well. All right. <laughs> so you guys, come on in. Sitting down. As you can see, he's sitting here. He's looking over some paperwork. Uh, his hat and his coat are sitting on the coat rack, but his gun belt is on him. Especially since we had way out the back at the beginning of our of our game, where we had. Um, some shapeshifters who are basically taking over the Texas Rangers. Not that anybody in the public knows that for now. Dun, dun, dun. Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Have a seat. How you doing, boss? Not too bad. How are you? Well, I solved that problem that you sent us to go solve for. And I did it the only Texan way that we could possibly do it. With a lot of bullets. Apparently, he did it by himself. Well, it used to be one ranger, one riot, until we had to have everybody checking up on everybody because of uh, the incident. <laughs> so, from what I'm reading in your report, it seems that the red shine is no longer in Mayor Givens' hands. Looks like he might be selling it to criminals, which is not what gave the impression from last time. You were there, right? 
for Mayor Gibbons? <clears throat> that was in the first time. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm talking about, time. that one. Oh, okay, so you talk about the, the one that just happened. I'm like, no, 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 no. been there. <laughs> um, but I'll say yes, sir. So he said he wanted it so he could form his own militia and he could just kick out the Texas Rangers and said he didn't need to be attacked. He didn't need to pay taxes. Yes, sir. What were what good were we doing? Mm. Okay. And because at that time we were unaware that we were compromised. When it rains, it pours. So, what do you think of this character, the it's mayor? Skidding character. Yeah. Um, well, it's been quite some time since I've had an altercation with this character, but I must say, I don't think he's going to listen to reason at this point in time. Okay. <clears throat> and uh I don't know no God fearing person that won't listen to reason. Now Now my players know me already and they know this is not gonna be as straightforward as it sounds. Because at the moment it sounds like they just have to go have a chat with uh Mayor Gibbons who in the past hasn't really been hostile to them in any sort of physical fashion or even vaguely like mafia style threats, you know, kinda like it's been a while. Tell me, how's your family doing, huh? How's how's the family? And um, but they're just waiting to see what I do to make things as unexpected as possible. A preview example of that was they thought they were in a haunted house. Turned out the haunted house was actually the combination of a psychic girl who was screaming for help through a dimensional rift where kids had been kidnapped from our world. Or I'm sorry the day after Agronach World, into kind of a, you know, missed the movie Stephen King short story style place. But let's see what develops next. He's looking at the rest of you and he's like, so how tough was this character you, you all took on? We all took pretty big hits. So I'd say pretty tough, but nothing we couldn't handle as a team. I like that thinking. Because teamwork, like I said before, is something kind of new to us. We're used to one guy can take care of, oh, one person, I'm sorry, can take care of it. But times are changing. Yeah, and as soon as you say that, I sort of space out and I kind of go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so from what I'm seeing, it looks like you guys need to head back up to Guthrie. Oh boy. <laughs> Anything okay. you need on your way out? I think we're going to need more ammo. Alright, well, you know where it is. Down to the armory. Dismiss. Alright, is anybody short on ciphers? I have, I have one. one. I have okay, one. Well, <laughs> you have two. That's your max. How many do you have? I've got three. you got three, your max. My max is two. Two, and you've got one. One, so, and you have one. Alright. Because my chemical factory turned into psychedelic factory. <laughs> I accidentally fell down the storms of cellar. Oh, look, there's a gun runners down here with guns. I have no idea what this does. We'll find out. Psychedelic drugs. I like it. Why was I in the room with this? That was when he knew he fell in love with the system. Okay, so uh, you go down to R&D and roll me a D6. Five. Five. Holy crap. Column three for once. All right. Percentile. What do we got? 
Three. Three? Wow. That's different. Okay. All right, so, so give me a moment. Another D6? Oh, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Okay. Just the name of this alone made me roll my eye, I mean, not roll my eyes, I'm sorry, made Corey raise an eyebrow, because it's called a reality spike. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have fun with this. His character is going to be more real? Exactly. Okay, <laughs> so roll me uh, another six-sider and add four to it. Eight. I just rolled it. <laughs> Can you roll again. it again? <laughs> yes. No, you yeah. hit five before, that's right. Yep. Okay, that's fine. So eight. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm going to read it to you. You paraphrase it. Okay? Once it's activated, it doesn't move ever, even if it's activated in midair. It just, like, literally... It's it's like the rest of the world spins around it. A might action might dislodge it, but then when, when that happens, it's ruined. Eight, of course, will be the level for somebody trying to get rid of it. So... Be interesting how your imagination is going to oh, find a way to apply that. I already have a couple ideas for that. Ooh, that sounds like fun. It does, it does. Which is why we, even though Dave Ragnarok is supposed to be a little, little less Christmassy with uh, the, the tech, we like to use it because the cipher system has so many surprises. Speaking of D six. All right. Here we, we go. Three. Three. Okay. Column two. <laughs> Something we're used to call, or yeah, anything but column one, one or two. Yeah, anything but column one. Oh my gosh! All right, Percent, uh, percentile. Column one, baby. That'd be forty-four 47. or forty-seven. Forty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. All right, so forty-seven. <laughs> Memory switch. Ooh, right. So that definitely sounds like something that will be. It's kind of dangerous. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, I need his memories. Let me give him mine. It's like a double-edged sword. No, no, no he knows everything I've done. Never no. seen you can switch somebody else's memory. Yeah. See, I would put oh, baby's memory. I would put baby's memory. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> a bad guy. And just, just to see what would happen. I just want to see you find a baby. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> and try to do that. Somebody give me a baby. <laughs> All right, so baby roll a yeah. <laughs> roll a six-sider. Add two. Four. Okay. So, long story short, this is the Men in Black memory. Okay. Which could become... (laughs) Why can't we get these uh, issued all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, All all thinking creatures within immediate range of that point are attacked. Oh, you select a point at long range. So, actually, it's more like a grenade. Okay. Victims are dazed to take no action for a round, and they have no memory of the preceding hour. Oh. What did yours do? Do you run the bottom one time? I'm going to put it in the, in the ground, and it won't move. Or anywhere I want to put it. it won't there. Move. And that's it. All right. What? So, you went to a spot anywhere. Are you serious? Up to what would you do with that? And then, everybody in the immediate range, melee range of that area. A car coming straight at you? Spike there. <laughs> okay, all right. Smack. I like that. Yeah. I do like splash that. Splash damage. Yeah, it's like splash damage. How do you cover that up? So they're going to let you dance for a round, <laughs> and they're not going to have memory for it. Like, no memory for like, it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I just want to, like, you just screw them, like, and you put it in front of them, and you just, like, and you just, like, stand, like, three places back, like, you're not going to run me over. Oh, there's, uh, there's right. so many other okay. uses for it. Watch, right. I'm going to use it. What's our mission? 
your mission is to go to Guthrie and find out what's going on with the mayor and the red shine. Oh, yeah. You look so, so thrilled that I freaked you out. You did. Yeah. All right, so. So, all you could. Uh, our cruising van. <laughs> cruiser! It's a cruiser. <laughs> the police I don't, van. I don't like this. Did anybody call it last time? I no, I don't like this cruiser. We refer to it as a van out of memory of you since you weren't here last week. <laughs> no, we, didn't, we don't want to ride in this cruiser van. We want to ride in something more stylish. Something a little bit more. Weren't you redneck? <laughs> I, I, I have cleared my throat. You've cleared your throat. I have cleared my throat, okay. and I have lost my redneck. <laughs> so you're southern in the No. <laughs> no, I'm from Louisiana. Oh, okay. New Orleans. Southern gentleman. I am a southern, southern gentleman, gentleman, and I've always been a southern gentleman. Now, where's my mint julep? My mint julep. All right. I cannot be driving this car without a mint julep. <laughs> There was this actually there was a, in that time period there was this thing where it was like a handle that was you could rotate it and you would attach it to yeah, the like uh, a little knob. Dry, it's like yeah, like yeah. a little, little knob. And they thought that was the most evil thing. Because what it allowed you to do was if you were on a date, all well, you needed is one hand to drive. You could hug your hold your babe. Oh, I can't have that. It's improper. That was definitely not improper. That is how a proper gentleman must drink his drinks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then having a flashlight. Drinking and driving. <laughs> Drinking and driving. Now it's a wait, wait. I, I see I'm a southern sorry. version of Hunter S. Thompson. Right. So we were, we were just miles out from Atlanta in the drugstore. The disclaimer, the cypher system and the adventure game store. Do not enjoy driving. <laughs> Do not endorse this idea. Simple use of <laughs> handles on steering wheels. Exactly. Okay. So, all right. You guys pile into the cruiser, yes? Yes, yeah. we do. Or who's driving? I'm driving. He's driving. <laughs> I drove last time for you. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it Sorry, I take it that your, uh, your magnetic gloves are not on at the moment? No, no. Of course not. Kind of for safety. Exactly. I'm going to take the car apart. So, uh, what is your powers, my good friend? <laughs> my powers? <laughs> my powers? <laughs> your powers. <laughs> so, I don't know, are you wearing, like, anything metal on you? No, no, my friend, I only have my gun on my side. That would be metal. No, that is, that is God's great gift to man. It's made out of wishes. <laughs> that, is, that is made out of wishes. <laughs> it's, made out of, it's made out of the sweet baby Jesus' tears. That is what this is made out of. And you guys are driving to Guthrie, which is about two days out. Whoa. So there's no interstates. We had to Google that up. Yeah. No Eisenhower, no interstates. There's no Google either. There's no Google either. I was going to say that. Map boy, you got maps. You're going to get there, but it's going to take a little bit. Okay. Now, let's see what happens whenever you start Googling stuff. Now we take two days to get there. That's exactly. So, and I ran out of mint julep. <laughs> <laughs> These two days are uneventful, and you guys are getting close to Guthrie. Um, well, the first thing you can tell as you're getting closer is the uh, the red cornfields you guys saw the first time have been all stripped. It's like people have just like knocked down all the corn stalks. 
And as you guys are getting closer and closer to town, strip cornfields. Strip cornfields. Well, not strip And you guys see down the road, because this is Oklahoma, this is Kansas, it's very flat. In this part of Oklahoma, you see that there's a pickup streaking down the road right towards you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. do I have to do this so quickly? <laughs> do, you don't have this, to. Is this, we, we already, we I, I already somebody? had this planned. I had no idea that we were going to evenly, randomly roll up this gravity yeah. thing. Alright, maybe use it later. Do you, but it's perfect. Oh, then use it. Situation, <laughs> oh, why? Why, baby, Jesus, <laughs> why? Alright, Krat, can you stop the car then? And I go, why? Well, you see, my good man, if, if that man passes us going this fast, we are bound by law to tell him we have to slow down. We're rangers. We are Texas we are, we are We are Texas Rangers, and we care about the safety of our citizens in this here town. So, under under the laws and regulations and, and habituations that we've done over the years, I think that you should stop this here van that's speeding so quickly that may harm civilians. <laughs> So I sort of shoved my head out the window and I kind of looked back at that truck and I said, Clap, fine! <laughs> yeah. I, I, turned, I turned the cruiser. Well, actually, it's coming at you guys. Oh, it's coming oh, at us? Coming I think you're saying it's going the other way. No, no, it's coming at you. Coming out. I grabbed the megaphone. Okay. Okay. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. What did that collide with us, Ben? Wait, what? Well, if you're playing chicken with it. No, no. I'm playing chicken with it. I prefer not. No, no. You are not a man unless you play chicken with this car right here. <laughs> I say, I say, get in the back of the car while I drive this here Pontiac, like it's supposed to be driven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, as you're blaring your horn out, you see that there is. Um, a young kid, maybe around ten or so, mm -hmm. just just barely tall enough to be kind of uh, you can see him barely above the cab of the pickup truck. Yeah. No, he's like in the back of the bed, and he's doing like this, like he's trying to flag you guys down or something. Mm -hmm. but you can't really hear what he's saying. The pickup is not slowing down, and now you notice that behind the steering wheel there is not a grown adult driving. You see like a little head. <laughs> I have binoculars. Have so like you're binoculars. like Magneto, aren't you? Yeah. Can we Ish. do something? No. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm that bad. <laughs> I'm not a great Magneto. Yeah, he's a shit Magneto. He's like a fridge Magneto. Yeah. He's like the little Magnolia. What you're really trying to say is that you've used all your XP. I've used all my XP. So you have no XP to do anything funky with your magnetic powers, is what you're saying. <laughs> you keep running into this. You keep wanting to. Yeah, you're a little higher. You're a little more advanced than everybody else in your tier, but so no, let you me, got no. Let me ask no you. No Can I say? The tires out. Yeah, you shoot the tires. Like if it's going so fast, and like the kids go flying out. He should have been wearing his seatbelt this time. We can turn the cruiser around and run. There's definitely seatbelts in the back of a pickup truck. This is 1950. No, he's in the bed. They actually don't know. They actually don't. This is 1950s. My idea of safety is way better. What if there was a contraption? It would be so nice if I was kidding. He's now an adventure. 
So I, I, I'm without, you know, consulting. Without consulting? Without consulting. Okay, so time out. Let everybody know what you're saying. So guys, 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 I'm going to reach out there, pull out my rifle, and blow out the tire. Well, it seems that my crew hasn't reached murder hobo status yet, but they are willing to risk the lives of children by shooting out tires to slow down pickup trucks. That or being very tempted to use reality spikes to make pickups stop dead in their tracks. How's it going to play out? <laughs> well, will the children survive? Will their psyches survive dealing with this crew of crazies? Find out in our next episode. Take care.